This is Mike Fielding and the Mighty Bruce. You are listening to the Spellcast, which you shouldn't do, as it is bad for your ears and brain. A glass of milk, please. Gah, I'm really bored. There's never anything on television, ever. It's the same things over and over. Who are these program directors who think if something works, that the population must want a million mediocre versions of the same old, same old? No wonder the world suffers from boredom these days. Anyway, I'm really lonely. That's one thing television seems to do for me. You think you would like to connect with others by seeing them on a screen. And in the end, it feels more empty. Well, I got this empty bottle here, and I'm going to write a note. Somebody's going to read it. The only thing, there ain't no somebody anywhere near here. (laughs) Oh, wait. There are somebodies in the TV. Maybe I just... Maybe I should just throw the bottle through the screen. Like this. The TV set is leaking water.
actually it's gushing water. The river is flowing out of the TV and now I'm surrounded in, in, I'm surrounded by an ocean. It's a good thing this couch floats. What is that I see in the distance? An island? Maybe I can paddle my hands to get to it. No, wait. No, wait. That's that plastic island that you see pictures of in the National Geographics. And I, I noticed something. Wait, I'm surrounded by floating bottles everywhere. A hundred million bottles. A hundred million castaways looking for a home. I better read some of these notes in them. Here's one. I wonder what it says. I have been rowing for hours, days or weeks. It has been so long I do not know. It seems all my arms were built for. The tides turned over and over again, and I was still no nearer to mercy. Where's the shore? Will I ever see it again? The lantern tied firm to the bow illuminated the water just for a few feet. The fog consumed all light, all promise of what might lay beyond myself in this singular lowly boat. Then I heard the song. Welcome, changes of oh, who is there? Hello? He Hello? Show yourself. First, I saw the shadow beneath the water. Then she came to the side of the boat. Her hair dripped and the moonlight caught the scales of her tail and the water glowed kaleidoscopic. I, I have heard tales of you. You are one of those dangerous- Dangerous? Stay back. I- <laughs> If a siren wishes to drown a sailor, you'll hear her singing from afar. Why? Why come to me then? Curious. I have never heard of a curious siren. And I have never seen such a lonesome woman on a boat. Are you feeling blue? There was a ship, and it wrecked, and I, the captain, and, and Rick, and I, I was the only one left. It. <laughs> See, she's, she's very, very unforgiving. unforgiving. I know. I just wish I could have stayed. But I, I panicked and now there's so much room in this boat. It, it wasn't meant for one. But you are welcome to- No. I, I cannot join you on your boat. boat. Besides, Besides Aren't I dangerous? Oh, I didn't mean... I, I can take you to them. To, to where, where they are. Just, just to see. see. No. That's alright. They're what you humans might call cursed. But the ties on their own course decide why they are here in these dark waters. I feel not for her voice but the word she spoke. Thank you. You know, you are one of the most beautiful creatures I... Creature? 
Oh, a- apologies. I dangerous and a creature. Hmm. No, no, I. I just meant what then? You're beautiful. And she spent the night at the boat side. Can I hold you? In my arms? <laughs> you, you come, come into the, the sea, perhaps? perhaps? Why not come to land with me? <laughs> I couldn't. I, I shouldn't. shouldn't. It seemed we both could not move. For she could not share the land and I could not share the sea. But for that night, we looked to the forgiving moon and we shared the sky. Oh, wow, that was really creepy. Um, I don't know what's, uh, I hope I don't see any sirens anywhere around here. I mean, uh, a place oh, where my I guess there might be something, uh. Whoa, what is that? What is that? Oh, oh, wait, it's a wallet. Somebody left a wallet. Let me see what, oh, what am I gonna do with money out here? Well, don't know, well, okay, let me get another bottle. Okay, I'm gonna open this one and see what's in this. And I hope that takes my mind off all this crazy stuff going on. Woke up this morning with the face in my bed Tears in my eyes and thoughts through my head What went wrong, oh now, what did I say? Whatever it was, it did not make her stay And she's gone You left me. I've been lost at sea trying to catch some fish, and all I get is plastic. I came all this way for this. Could have gone to Fairway and got it for a nickel. You cheap bastard. That's why she left me. I'm Michael Buscemi. I'm told I'm an actor. But I'm not going to get any roles out here in the middle of the ocean on this fishing boat. I never thought of it being an actor. It was just... I always thought of it being fun. I never wrote before that, you know. Um, it was just us having a good time and just getting it on paper. Um, and then after the, um, you know, gentrification, people moving out, places that we used to perform in, turned to restaurants, and then uh, and then there was none. There was no that, that I was involved with. Um, so I moved out to Brooklyn. Because um, uh, I didn't want to be in Manhattan, just felt alone. And uh, I woke up one morning and I said, wow, what the hell do I do with my life now? Because I never even thought about anything further than doing the next performance, you know? We didn't do it for money. And if anything, we lost money, but it was still worth it. So 
you know, it was just that mindset of you got cheap rent, we're performing, we're happy. Never thought any, never thought past that, you know. I mean, my father, before we would leave the house, I have three brothers, he made us take at least one civil service test, you know, just in case. Uh, so I took the fireman's test, I passed that, but I passed, I, I passed it, but I didn't do it. I didn't trust myself in somebody else's life, you know, back then. And passed the sanitation test, because my father was a sanitation worker, but I, uh, I didn't tell him, but I declined that. I told him something else that they didn't want me for some reason. And uh, I don't know how, but somebody got me a commercial agent. And like, I went on auditions, and then that's when commercials were really at its, you know, before the internet, you know. Um, it was uh, very busy back then, you know. And I started getting jobs and just started rolling. You know? It's like uh, throwing coins up in the air and see where they fall. I never knew what was gonna happen. And then I got deeper and deeper into it. Um, well, I see no turning back. <laughs> um, well, I always enjoy working with my brother, Steven, and uh, Trees Lounge. When we played Brothers. It wasn't much of a stretch, but it was like the two of us regressing back to teenagers, you know, characters arguing. But that is always just, you know, I mean, I can't even describe that. And I'm acting with him. One of them was in Tribeca called B61 that I wrote and acting in and directed. And at the time that I did it, the B61 was listed in the paper as the worst running bus line in the city. So basically, it was about that, me waiting for a bus. And this guy who would come every day and sit down and just talk to me, but he was always sitting there waiting for a friend to pick him up. And that's why I'm sending out this SOS. I'm gonna put this bottle on this fishing hook and see what it catches. Well, that was interesting. Oh, wait. What's that? There's something coming towards me. Um. And it looks like a... It looks like a shock. Is it a shock? Uh, um, I think, I think it is a shock. Oh my God, it's a shock. It's a shock coming towards me. Oh my God. It's getting closer. Oh my, wait, wait, wait. Is it a shock at all? No, it's a shock muffin. Is it a muffin? It's a shock muffin? What, what? No, it's a, it's a, it's a can of, it's a can, it's a can of coffee. I wonder what's inside. Is there coffee in there? I'm kind of, I could use a cup of coffee. Um, but there's a strange sound coming out of it. Oh. It's like uh, listening to a conch shell.
Oh, and there's a note in there too. I wonder what it says. Also, there is a pony called Marcus. He's very angry. He's lost his wallet. Oh, I, I better lose this wallet really quick. Um, there it goes. Um, I hope I don't run into that Marcus character on no Noah's Ark or anything. Here's another bottle. Oh, wait. Uh, there's no note in it. It's got some kind of video. Um, I, I can put my eye in there. And as long as your story moves the world, you move live on. Things happen. Karma's go back long before our memories. Let me tell you a funny story. Wild Life. A series featuring all brand new animal fables. Presented by those wacky humans, goblins, and fairies at the Spellcast. Hey, what's that falling from the sky? It's a bird. It's a plane. No, it's another bottle. I better grab it and see what's inside. Hey, Mr. Siegel. Mr. Siegel, I was in outer space for a moment and, and my spaceship crashed down onto this ocean. Don't ask why, I can't talk about it. It's a secret. Mr. Siegel, are you taking this down? I'm not just an astronaut. I'm also an actor. Mr. Siegel, I'm in this new movie. It's really great. It's called Mr. Sister. And I think you'll like it. This boy from a small town and, and, uh, and then he moves to New York and becomes a glam rocker. I was like, oh, that, that would be really difficult. Not. My name is Jack James Busa, and I'm a glam rocker. And Mr. Siegel, that's why they hired me as an astronaut, to go to outer space. They thought I could speak the alien's language. But, unfortunately, this mission ended rather quickly. So I grew up in Texas, and I moved uh, out of there when I was 17 or 18, and I moved across the ocean to go to a performing arts conservatory in Liverpool, in England. And um, I did like three years there and it totally just like threw me through a loop, and, but it was really great. And I moved um, back to New York once I graduated, once my student visa was expired. And I started going on um, acting auditions like all the time. I was really like, ambitious and like hungry and doing it and I got a few things here and there like very small stuff like I think I was on um there's this show called Gotham which is like a part of the Batman whatever and um I was tweaker number three but in my mom's heart I was tweaker number one. I felt like there was something else going on inside of me like I felt like you know, there was this like freak, alien, like rock star from another planet, like that just was like begging to come out. So um, around that time was when I was thinking like, oh, I kind of want to like do music. I kind of like need to, you know, I want to live out my like Mark Bolin, Bowie, you know, fantasy, Elton John fantasy. And um, I kept thinking about it, thinking about it, and I was like, I need to art. Do some things, and that's when this like band opportunity came along. It was like as if I 
put that message into a bottle and, you know, some seagull went down and swooped it up and brought it to me and, like, delivered me the, like, prophecy. Um, I always think of Uni, like the story of Uni and, like, the Universe being these fugitive aliens, these, like, castaway aliens that have been banished to, um, like, Middle America. And so they, like, speak in song and they speak in, like, you know, the words of the album. Essentially, they've just noticed this, like, dichotomy of ultra, ultra, you know, almost glamorized violence and, like, violence on TV and, like, a regular conversation is about violence and death, like, at the dinner table. Like, really, it's everywhere. Versus this, you know, super-duper plastic first layer of consciousness, um, self-absorption, uh, like, social media, like, doppelganger that we create. Almost like we're, almost like, we are the gods and we've made a version of ourselves that is like presentational, that is like super fun or nice or smart or, or whatever it is, you know, air quotes is smart. And, uh, and this dichotomy of something like super real translates into something that is totally made up from observation. And then the observation of that dichotomy is like the music. The dynamics, okay, so David, uh, the guitarist, is like dad, for sure. He's dad and he's like, kind of just like, he's like your dad that's like sitting on the couch who's like, like kind of comes up with um, crazy, uh, you know, crazy ideas. But then, you, you know, he, especially on tour, he'll like wrangle it and, and move the ship forward. So he's, he's like your, he's like the dad for sure. Charlotte is, um, <laughs> maybe she's like, I would say she's mom, because she is, like, she, but she's the mom who wears the pants. She's the, like, you know, definite leader. She's the definite spearhead. She's the mermaid that sits on top, like, in the front of the boat, like, steering the boat. Um, and, she, in, and she gets that respect, too, because she, out of the three of us, definitely puts in, we all work really hard, but she puts in the most work because she's not just the bassist, she's the producer, she's the leader, she's the director, she, it's, you know, it's her who is, like, leading us through the mist. Mr. Siegel, are you taking us down? I guess there is a lot of lonely people out there. But, um, I still wanna, wish there was somebody I could hang out with. I, uh, I wonder. We are the sirens. The who? Who, who, me? Look after, after these waters. You mean like, like you're you're one of them? Uh, uh, do you see, do you that, see that way out of existence? Kinda. Nature works its wonders. You mean the one with the animals on it? Yes. 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 That, that is, is the awe into, into the next, next world. world. The, the name of that world is called Hope. Will you follow me? All these? Uh, well, 
Okay. Oh mm -hmm.